Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey, everyone, and welcome to the podcast, Bustle's podcast for radical body positivity, fat acceptance, and visibility for all. I'm Marie Southerdospina, and today I'm joined by the lovely Stephanie Yaboa of Nerd About Town. She's a plus-size beauty, fashion, and lifestyle blogger, slash vlogger, who loves comic books, Harry Potter, and jacket potatoes, all these amazing things that you can discover on her random things about me video. And her Twitter feed is honestly one of my favorites to follow because she's unapologetically open about intersectional feminism, the lack of genuine diversity in fashion and beauty, and just about anything else. So thank you so much for joining us, Steph. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much. Do you want to tell <laughs> listeners a little bit more about yourself in case they're not familiar with your work? Yeah, sure. Um, so I own a plus size lifestyle and beauty blog um, that I've been running since 2009. And it generally covers things such as plus size style, uh, beauty, things of that nature. But recently, I am starting to include more issues about um, being plus size so whether it's things to do with race or lack of size inclusivity and things like that I'm trying to up my blog a bit more and sort of be a bit deep with my uh, musings so yeah I really enjoyed I've, yeah I really enjoyed that direction that you've been taking things in and like you often discuss the kind of intersection of of race and weight politics which is awesome and there's not enough of that in this world so thank you for that yeah definitely no problem awesome. I think it's a I think it's a subject that really needs to be spoke um spoken about now that was sort of in the whole body positivity um era I think it definitely needs to be deeper explored in terms of race and different types of fat and things like that as well it needs to be deeper explored so um yeah I'm more than happy to do that (laughs) <laughs> and you, yeah, you do an awesome job at that. So guys, please find her on Twitter. It's totally worth it. <laughs> um, and yeah, today, Stephanie and I are going to be talking a little bit about dating as a plus size person and particularly dating as a plus size woman. Uh, I know that personally, I grew up in a Colombian family where women, certainly in my mom's generation and the generation of my aunties and abuelita, generally believed that ladies must not only be petite, but far more petite than their partners. I think this was because being smaller than your man kind of translated to some sort of bizarre confirmation that you'd be protected and you'd be this cute, dainty thing to be taken care of. Um, Steph, I know you're you're Ghanaian, but you live in the UK, so I'm curious about what your experiences with that weird trope are, both in your family and kind of the cross-cultural messages you've heard growing up. Yeah, definitely. I mean, to be, to be honest, in Ghana and a lot of West Africa as well, um, being fat or being curvy is, I guess, what is preferred within the community. Mm. Um, it's 
sort of associated with uh, status and wealth, I guess, due to the assumption that you're able to afford food and things of that nature. But I feel like, in my personal opinion, um, the type of fat that is celebrated in Western Africa um, and in sort of the black uh, Afro community in the UK is the right, quote-unquote, sort of fat. So mm-hmm. it's the sort of fat that is adorned by people such as perhaps Ashley Graham or Jennifer Hudson, Jasmine Sullivan, where they are very curvy, but it's not the Gabourey Sidibe sort of curvy. It's not the perfect hourglass. Yeah, and because I'm... I'm fat, but I'm not that type of fat. I'm like quite boxy and mm. my my waist is a bit bigger and my arms are really big. And so um, I used to actually live in Ghana for a little bit as a child. And I was often told by <laughs> members of my family that um, I was too fat. And the thing about Ghanaians as well is that they're not scared to tell you how you look or they're not scared to sort of... <laughs> say that how is, they feel in front yeah, of you that so is 100% I used, I used, what Colombians are like so I understand <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy it's just like so anytime I would go out with my grandmother or things like that I would always get people coming up to me in the street saying oh my god look at fatty over there or oh she's plump isn't she and it was definitely a thing there where I was constantly told by other family members as well that I was too fat to get a man or that I should lose weight in order to get somebody so while being bigger in Western Africa was celebrated, I still wasn't the type of big that they wanted. And I feel like moving to the UK or coming back to the UK, um, that message was definitely sort of put on again because it's (laughs) like over here, it's like they don't like any sort of curve. So it was like definitely reiterated here that I didn't look how other people wanted me to look and that in order for me to be accepted by other people, I had to lose weight. It's crazy that even in a culture where fatness is generally celebrated, there's still all these divides of the right kind of fat, the wrong kind of fat, the good fatty, the bad fatty. Like, you can't even escape it in places that generally are okay with with being heavier. Definitely, definitely. Do you think that it was often tied to this idea of finding a man, like that was something people turned to as a reason why you shouldn't be fat i think so i mean in in ghana as well i mean we have like loads of um uh, superstitions and fables and old wives tales and things Mm. like that and and it was often seen there that men tended to go to women with the wider hips but the smaller waist because apparently the baby would be able to to I guess marinate in the womb better because of body shape. <laughs> so it's like the weirdest, weirdest thing. Like this is something that stemmed from like hundreds and hundreds of years ago, and it's like today there's still this sort of thing where they prefer women to be really heavy around the hips but mm. really small on the waist. So they kind of look like I don't know, like a 1990s R&B video girl sort of look. <laughs> like I just, it's just so. I, you know, I, I just, I don't know where it comes from, but it's just a shame that it's still sort of reiterated to young girls um, over there in Ghana and parts of Western Africa as well. Yeah, now that you yeah. mention it, I feel like childbearing does factor into it. I know 
I like have a vivid memory of my grandma telling me that I had good birthing hips when I was like 11. And I think that's when I started putting on weight. So she's like, oh, those hips will really come in handy. But you, you know, you still want to look out for the belly. Like, oh, my gosh. So many problematic messages. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Uh, yeah. I mean, when I think back to my sort of really early days of dating and and being interested in boys, my first take home to mom boyfriend was both taller than me and fatter than me. And I think, you know, I, I very specifically went for that because it's what I was conditioned to believe I, I should do. Um, and my mom loved him. You know, I'd hear her talking to family in Colombia and saying, Maria looks like such a princesita next to him and focusing so much on the way we physically looked because I guess, you know, how much bigger or smaller I was than my partner was more important than what he was like as a human. Um, but prior to him, my biggest crush was shorter than me and much thinner than me. And I was so discouraged from pursuing that because, quote unquote, it just wouldn't look normal. Um, and looking back, I think I did convince myself that I was only allowed to date certain people. So I would kind of reject those who didn't fit that mold. And I'm, I'm wondering, you know, if you ever stopped yourself from pursuing potential relationships or partners or experiences because you felt you were only eligible for one type of partner. Definitely, I would say definitely. I mean, the the type the type of guy that I like at the moment, it's like I've always been into the very tall, very stocky um, man. Just because in my head, I conditioned myself to think that being with somebody who was a lot bigger than me in terms of their height and their build would make me look smaller next to them. And um, for the longest time, I. I also conditioned myself not to like people because in my head I just thought you know what I look you know I'm fat I I'm darker skinned fat I'm you know really dark black and nobody's gonna like me and what's the point in even having crushes on men or having crushes on on people because I'm I'm never gonna find somebody nobody's gonna look at my roles and look at my stretch Mm -hmm. marks and look at my scars and think that I'm attractive so I think all the way throughout perhaps university and college I actually never had you know any sort of romantic interest because I had completely locked myself off and actually said in my head that I'm actually going to die alone surrounded by a gang of cats that was like my life now that I look back on it it was totally the wrong thing to do like it's just a horrid horrid time hearing you say that I'm remembering sort of actively trying to convince myself that I didn't even want to date like I don't you know I don't care about that I don't I don't need a boyfriend I'm gonna focus on school and I'm gonna focus on I don't know my brats dolls and and not not care about about that and that was like a long time you know all through all through high school and the first half of uni I definitely was just like pretending I didn't I didn't care it's I think after discovering the body pause world the fat acceptance world and I, after like opening my mind to the fact that not only could I be attractive to other people, but like attractive to myself, I did start dating more. And I have to say that I never actually encountered anyone of any gender who was interested in me, but put off by my fatness. Like as a teenager, I rarely dated because I was so afraid of what a potential partner might think if they somehow ended up seeing me naked and somehow yeah. just, you know, discovering how fat I was. For you, is there like a story from your dating life that particularly stands out, be it because you were actually rejected for your body or on the opposite side, you know, wholeheartedly embraced for it? 
Um, well, to be honest, again, because I, when I was younger, I shut myself off from dating and trying to be romantically interested in anybody. So I don't actually have like a, a strong history of dates. But I remember when, this is maybe three years ago, I think, I signed up to Plenty of Fish and I went on a date with this guy and he'd obviously like seen what I'd look like, like, um, you know, I, he knew I was plus size and all of that. And we went on a date and I just... And it wasn't because it was, like, the first date that I'd been on, but mere the fact that he just made me feel so uncomfortable mm. in my body. I mean, the first thing that he said to me when, when we met was just, he said, oh, well, you're quite big, aren't you? And then oh, he sniggered to himself. And at that point, I thought to myself, I should just leave. But something inside me was saying, oh, you should just stay because this is the first date you've been on. I should be grateful that he's even... Um, um, considered taking me out on a date and I made all of these really stupid excuses for myself and stayed on this date with this guy who who really made me feel like shit I mean I remember we went to the aquarium and they were still doing like building works and there was like a really sort of rusty plank that people had to walk across and Mm -hmm. it was quite rickety and I remember going across it and he started making all of these jibes about how I would break the wood and you know doing all of this banter that I really didn't appreciate but then again at the time before discovering body positivity and falling in love with my body and falling in love with myself I took it and just thought he was right in what he was saying and that I should be ashamed of my body and you know, I'm just so, so, so happy that I've discovered this whole, you know, online world of body positivity and all of these amazing women because um, the relationship that I'm in at the moment, I've never felt more secure and more happy and more in love with my body. And to see myself through my boyfriend's eyes, who does love me and my body and all my flaws, it's just such it's just such a freeing feeling and you know there's nothing else like it at all it's just it's amazing i'm sorry that that happened that's horrible i just think it's absolutely horrible i mean everybody deserves to be loved regardless of whether you are fat or thin or you know short tall black white anything like it just makes me so sad that there are so many wonderful people out there beautiful people with beautiful hearts and souls and you know thinking this way about themselves merely because of the excess of fat that they have on their body. One of the most important lessons that I've learned from the body positive community and fat acceptance literature is that beauty is subjective. You know, we're not we're, we're not taught yes. that. We're taught that beauty is one thing, one very specific thing. And then if you don't fit that thing, you must not be beautiful and you must not be attractive to other partners. And we all know like the image that we're given of of what beautiful is is thin it's white it's cis it's you know it's it's able-bodied um which is you know that's a lot of expectations to live up to so actually we do a segment every week called words matter where we talk about really loaded terms like you mentioned fat and curvy and voluptuous and whatever else it might be plump rubidesque um but we're talking about the word fat a little bit in regards to the words fat fat is a word that oh god i've just had such a long history with it i mean okay i mean it's only within the past couple of years that i've grown comfortable in using the word fat as an everyday describing word and you know a couple of years ago i had this epiphany i guess while 
uh, reading more about body positivity and reading lots of blogs and um, TED talks and things like that. And it's just crazy to me how people use this word in such an evil and venomous and negative way because at the end of the day, again, it's just a describing word like every other word that describes in the English dictionary. Like, And I remember... Um, Actually, just this week, I was um, braiding my hair and the person who was braiding my hair was looking through my Instagram photos. And I was telling her about a photo that I'd recently done in a bikini, in the mm. Forever 21 sort of cutaway bikini. And yeah. um, she was saying, oh, Seth, you're so brave for doing that. And I was just like, yeah, um, you know, I'm just happy sort of being fat and showing myself online <laughs> and things like that. And she said, why are you, why are you calling yourself fat? You're not fat. And I was like, yeah, I am. I am fat. Like, I, I don't have a problem with actually saying the word. And she said, why not? I mean, it's such a horrible word. And I was like, is it really? Or are you just sort of conforming to what society thinks fat is? Mm-hmm. And it's just, it makes me so sad that people associate that word with such negativity and and venom and use it as an insult. Because what they're really saying is that people who look like us are are worthless or 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 horrible and yeah yeah, I just think it's a word that needs to be reclaimed and people have made it synonymous with a whole heap of bad things you know it's fat equals unhealthy fat equals ugly fat equals undesirable fat equals unemployable whatever it might be and that's how even people who don't realize it end up spreading this fat shaming like um, over here, I just always think of the New, Jer- New Jersey's governor, Chris Christie, who's like very, very questionable in terms of politics. But the first thing people usually turn to when they're shaming him is his weight because he's he's a fat man. And, you know, my my sibling, my brother really does not like him. He lives in my brother lives in New Jersey. And I think Christie's politics have like greatly affected things like teaching salaries. My brother's a teacher. But I'll see on Facebook when he's going on rants. The first thing he always says is like, god this fat cow like this fat pig this fat bastard whatever it might be and we do this where like then if if somebody is kind of a crummy person and they're fat like it's it's like we act as though the reason that they're a crummy person is because they're fat rather than the fact that they're just a crummy person and crummy people come in all sizes exactly it's so weird exactly Um, how did you kind of start reclaiming it like was it because you started coming across all this body pause stuff online and did you just start using it in your daily vocabulary yeah do you know what it was a mixture of that and it was a mixture of opening up and and opening myself towards um online dating sites so because I guess when I would make a profile on a dating site um there's always that section where you're asked to choose your your body build and on some dating sites I would see all of these things such as curvy or voluptuous and I was just like how many different times can you say the word fat in different ways it's like (laughs) they're purposely going out of their way to make that word sound more appeasable to men and I was just like you know what if I'm gonna you know sign up to something online they're gonna see what I look like anyway I'm just gonna say what it is I'm fat you either like it or you don't like it I don't really care but this is what I am and so I started writing that on like my profiles and then it sort of just spilled out into everyday life so as I began to gain more confidence and fall in love with my body I 
just, you know, I just started saying, you know, what the truth of the matter is. And I stopped seeing it as a negative word and just started seeing it as it's something that is purely descriptive. That's all it is. Because I figured to myself, if I'm going to associate this word with something so negative, I'm only part of the problem and I want to be part of the solution. And so that comes with changing my mentality and you know, falling in love with myself. If I'm fat, I'm fat. That's that's just what it is. It's just a describing word. It's not, you know, it's not a, 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 a really terrible word. I'm not speaking parcel tongue. It's literally just <laughs> a describing word. Absolutely. And so, um, yeah, I just feel really comfortable saying it now. I, like, I honestly do just, I just do not care. Yeah, I think um, I love, I love that you were really open on your dating profile about being fat. I feel like this is something... I hear from from fellow fat friends who are like, I just I don't know if I should if I should put it on my profile, if I should be honest about it, because what if what if it you know deters people from getting in touch? But I think it's so important to kind of be honest about it. And especially if you're plus size and you're happy with that, you're proud of your body, you love your body. I think it's natural that you'd want to be with someone who feels the same and, you know, to just be upfront about it. But yeah was that was that kind of scary at first like in the beginning of of your dating app life to to just be upfront about it oh yeah it was definitely scary because um when I was younger and actually this is something I actually haven't said a lot before so back in maybe when I was in university I did dabble with the idea of actually doing online dating but Back then, it was during a time when I was so insecure and I just hated myself and everything that comes along with that. So I remember when I would sign up to the a dating site, I would put something like thick or something thick. like that. Yeah, thick or curvy or something yeah. like that. And I would only always put a photo up of my face or at the very most sort of the top of my bust. Mm. and you know I even went on to doing things such as trying to like photoshop my body to make myself look smaller and I just thought you know what eventually they're gonna ask to see me in real life (laughs) am I gonna go out what like what am I gonna do am I gonna wear like a waist trainer there's absolutely no point in doing that so it just got to a point where I would write on that you know what I'm fat it is what it is if I don't get any responses that's fine obviously I'm not the sort of person that they're looking for but I will say in terms of dating sites I I honestly feel like there is somebody out there for everyone like and I what I would sort of say as well was that I also started on websites that were perhaps tailored to um plus size women I think those sorts of websites as well are really instrumental and really good in sort of developing your confidence in terms of speaking to guys because you kind of already know what they like and so for them to like compliment you on your body it's like such a amazingly weird but still amazing feeling yeah I mean after you grow up hearing that nobody could ever possibly find you attractive yeah it's yeah it can be very eye-opening to be on I think a plus specific site yeah it's crazy (laughs) I remember us having an eye-opener yeah I remember us having a conversation about about dating apps and dating sites I want to say two years ago a couple years ago and we talked about the fat specific ones 
and I'm wondering, I think a lot of people are, are afraid of those because they feel like the people they'll encounter will all have very specific fetishes and very specific sexualities. And I, I think, you know, the word fetish is very loaded and people associate it with a negative thing. But what were your experiences like overall on those, on that? Um, I don't know if you were on one or on more, but plus specific sites. So I was on two. So I remember the one you told me that was Fantasy Feed. Yes. That was the one that I went on for a while. And yeah, I mean, it's definitely very eye-opening. If you're not used to... Um, going on sort of uh, the, the generic websites and you know having an influx of emails and stuff it's very I guess it's a bit of a shock to the system when you're in a community where all the men are like oh my god you're beautiful you're beautiful you're beautiful just <laughs> like wait wait hold on where, where, where is all of this coming from are you are you like looking at the right profile <laughs> um, and I remember when I went on there for like the first week it was just like I honestly felt it was just really mind-blowing because I felt there were all of these people that seemed to find me attractive. And I was like, I just, it gave me such a rush of confidence. You know, obviously when you go into a site called Fantasy Feeder, the first thing that you're going to think of <laughs> is, you know, feeding, fetishes, you know, all that good stuff. Now, yes, there is a lot that goes up on there, but I, I feel like you do get a couple of gems on there and, one of you know I did speak to a couple of people um on that side and who were like you know they were just people who genuinely sort of preferred larger ladies and I would often have conversations with them about it and just you know ask them you know I feel like I shouldn't have had to do that but I sort of asked them well how did you you know why is what is it about larger ladies that you like Mm. etc and you know I'd get a lot of responses um from a lot of guys saying things like that's just something that they've naturally always liked the same yeah. way that there were men out there who naturally like muscular women or shorter women or taller women you know liking somebody who is a bit bigger is something that's for them and because there weren't many um um websites for that um preference at the time they started to join the fetish ones just because it was very very specific yeah um and you know Later on, I I did join, okay, sorry, later on, I did join Plenty of Fish, which is more of a generic uh, dating website. And that's actually where I met my current boyfriend on Plenty of Fish. Yeah. No, I don't think I've heard too many Plenty of Fish success stories. So that's really cool. You know what? There are are a few gems on there. Like, when I first started on there, um, one of my friends told me to go on there because she met her boyfriend on there and I've heard so many good things about that site so I decided to just try it out and you know the next thing I know my my now boyfriend sort of messages me and it's been like a year and five months later and we're still sort of together and moving in next week so it's like really oh, really cool and um <laughs> yeah it's 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 um I would definitely sort of encourage if you're you know if you're plus size if you're fat and you want to sort of go into the whole online dating world um I would definitely say perhaps going on to the size specific sites is probably really good just to like raise your confidence and um and be around people um who are similar because they also have um um chat sites and um and what do you call it message boards and things like that where other women get together and they talk about being plus size and clothes and fashion and sometimes yeah. the men join in and it's actually a really you know once you get past all of the 
really um, interesting videos and photos of certain things. <laughs> There's actually a really cool community where they discuss plus size topics and sports and fashion and love life and, and preferences and things like that. So it was there was a bit of a you know body positivity thing going on in those sites as well, especially fantasy theater. So it's a really yeah. good website to try. I think the plus size specific dating sites are a great way of easing into that. And you know that you're in a space where people generally gravitate towards heavier bodies. So there's just not that risk of like feeling like you might encounter some fat shaming douchebags who then make you feel like crap. You know, it's exactly like a baby step in that in that direction. And I do think, side note, that posting those full body pictures on any dating app is hugely important. And I think it's a way of weeding out potential fat shamers. I always kind of am really thankful for the fat on my body because it's like an instant douchebag detector. And I know if someone's a jerk, if they're going to treat me badly because of my body. So even, yeah, those full body shots will help you figure out who's not worth your time. It's definitely true. I mean, in the words of the late great prince, (laughs) play me, you play yourself. A person trying to play me plays themselves. And I always (laughs) go by those words because... It's just so important. It's just so imperative to be as honest as possible from the jump. Don't play me. I'm over 30 and I don't smoke weed. I put my ass away. By the way, guys, if you are interested in plus-specific dating sites, the app Steph was talking about is called Fantasy Feeder, and there's also a new one called Woo Plus, which I hear pretty good things about. But if you do try them, um, let me know how it goes at, you can you can email me at um, thebodcast at bustle.com or tweet me at Marie Southerd. So Steph, something else that we do every week is shout out a body positive badass, which is an opportunity to celebrate someone in the plus size or body positive communities who you find particularly inspiring and, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe who might not be getting as much recognition as you think they deserve. Do you have anybody you'd like to share with listeners? Yes. So one of my favorite bloggers over the past year has been Lottie and she runs a a plus size blog called lottielamore.co.uk and she is predominantly a plus size fashion and body positivity blogger and she is genuinely and honestly one of the most nicest people that I've ever had the um, good fortune to come across. I mean, she's written for Marie Claire and her points are always so succinct and she's very focused on speaking about Again, body positivity from all angles. So she talks about her experience from being, you know, Caucasian, um, sort of a small fat um, plus size. But then she also talks about women who are not seen in the media as much. So she'll talk about um, larger fat women. She talks about um, uh, people within the African-American community who aren't seen as much. Um, she talks about men, plus size men within the um, community who aren't seen as much. And um, I just absolutely love her body of work and her style posts are just amazing. I absolutely love her. Oh, that's rad. Thank you for sharing. I do love no body. Problem. She's great. <laughs> she's, she's so lovely. She's yeah. so, so nice. Um, and Steph, where can people find you if they want to find your blog and your YouTube channel? 
Ah, um, so I blog over at nerdabouttown.com. It's one of my favorite blog names in the world. (laughs) (laughs) And I also am going to start doing more YouTube videos. Um, So if you search Nerd About Town and then the number one, because somebody took the Nerd About Town sort of blog, which is really annoying. So I have to put a one at the end of mine. Um, It gives a character. Sorry? It gives it character. A little yeah, a little one. Exactly. Something a bit different, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I'm also on Instagram and Facebook under Nerd About Town as well. Amazing. Thank you so much for this. You are incredibly eloquent and amazing as always. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It's been I've had such a good time. No, I really appreciate it. I feel like dating is kind of a crazy show for most people, but it's even worse sometimes if you're marginalized. So I really appreciate all the words. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> As always, you can subscribe on iTunes and SoundCloud and also check us out on Acast at Acast.com, our awesome new podcast network, or download the Acast app on the App Store.